information, news, and entertainment on demand. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome to another episode of Heart Empowered Women. I am Clarice Connolly. I am a women's empowerment coach who supports women to feel seen, to feel heard, and, and to feel understood and truly stood for like they've never been held before before. And this year, I'm even actually really excited to mention that I've created a summer camp for about a half a dozen young teenage girls locally to really provide them for a, with a safe place and a safe space to get more familiar with some of the emotions that they may, may be experiencing. I mean, can you remember how old you were uh, when you started getting all these emotions that you're like, wait, what do I do with all these? So I just followed the string, followed my passion, and I'm really excited to be offering that as well as coaching. Uh, today's guest, enough about me, today's guest I'm so excited to have on the air with me. I just, uh, girl crush, really excited. Tiffany David is an experienced entrepreneur and cultural enthusiast. Tiffany brings decades of practical HR to organizations that want to do more than just survive the legal landscape. Tiffany has been recognized for her innovative work, developing fresh and relevant performance management programs, coaching leaders at all the levels, as well as receiving recognition for her engagement initiatives and internal onboarding plans. In San Diego, Tiffany started and currently leads the Global Disrupt HR Movement and Event Series. So as a founder and principal of Total People Management, Tiffany consults with owners and leaders and truly understands the challenges before the business. So it's something special to work with people, with a people leader who has a realistic and humane demeanor. And to me, Tiffany is far more than that. Tiffany is heart She's power, she's passion, she's brilliance, all wrapped up in this little bow of exuberance. Welcome, Tiffany David. Thank you, Clarice. Good morning. I have to just tell you that um, it's mutual. Yeah, I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased to be here. Yay! Oh <laughs> and, my gosh! And uh, you know, con- congratulations on your team summer camp. That sounds amazing. Oh my amazing. gosh! I'm so. so excited for it. I'm so excited yes. for it. It, it, yeah. it's, if I could just paint a picture for the listeners, Tiffany is literally one of those people I met multiple times, but she's the type of person that you, you spill her, pa- your passion to her. And she's <laughs> like, Hey, I know six people that you need to connect with. Like you're such unity to me. And it's not even like you hear that, right? Like you go out to networking events or people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me an email. I'll get to you. It's like, you've got your pen and pad. You're writing down <laughs> the names. And by the end of the conversation, like text messages and emails are so it's like that kind of just heart and passion to just create such a fierce movement. And I just had to have you on. I mean, heart empowered women, like you are the role model, the icon, like so excited, so excited to have well, you. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so t- I'm humbled by that. So Yay. thank you so much. <laughs> so today I want to dive in. We're going to switch the, the structure a little bit. I really want to dive into workforce empowerment. Yeah. 
and optimization for sustainability. What does that mean? What do you even mean? I know. Well, it's a (laughs) mouthful. It's a mouthful, isn't it? And I think, you know, it's my goal to make uh, people management and HR in particular uh, decoded for the masses. I think so many times we have all of these acronyms. It just feels like maybe more than any other profession, maybe aside from legal, we have all of these (laughs) crazy acronyms and people don't know what we're talking about. So I apologize for the long descriptor. (laughs) But basically, you know, I think workforce empowerment, maybe we can just kind of call it that, which is, I think, a beautiful, uh, if we're going to shorten it to W-E as we, maybe Mm -hmm. that's a a more Mm -hmm. appropriate uh, initials than just HR. Mm-hmm. So what it means basically is that, you know, we need to get our heads around this idea that we need to let people do what we're paying them for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many times I have people talking to me about, you know, gosh, I'm unhappy at work. I'm unhappy with management or my boss or my team because, you know, they brought me on, they're paying me this salary but at every turn, I, I have a hurdle and an obstacle to get around. And mm-hmm. I, I think that people just get really dissatisfied and kind of disillusioned by that. So, But it's not as easy as it sounds because, you know, if we are going to really empower people to do the jobs that we hire them for, there has to be understanding on both sides of the table of expectations and what success looks like. Um And that means, you know, we'll have a safe and supportive leadership. And I have to tell you, Clarice, you and I think, you know, Mm. I've shared this with you before, but, you know, one of my first jobs, I was uh, fortunate enough to work for Ken Blanchard Mm -hmm. uh, for, um, you know, kind of in the early days. This was a long time ago. (laughs) A couple years. But I just, yeah, (laughs) I just remember, you know, his whole mantra with uh, with the one minute manager and uh, change management was all about helping people to succeed. And as a professor at Cornell, he used to give his students the test the first day of class, the final exam. And he'd say, this is what we're going to learn. And uh, I want you to kind of understand that because at the end, you're going to be tested on it. And so it wasn't unusual for him to have everybody in his class get an A. And I I love that idea. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that he was giving them uh, something that they would not be able to absorb and learn. They had to, um, they had to show and just be able to. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm tripping over my words. It's still early. They had I to know. be able. Sorry about they that. They had to be able to, yeah, kind of just show that they had learned the material. But he just set the expectations right at the outset, and I think we need to do that more in our workplaces, and we need to empower people to get those A's and to succeed. I love that. I really do. It's really like setting people up for success. Like there's absolutely no secrets. There's no hidden, you know, loop that we're trying to trip you up in. It's like, here's, here's what it is, cut and dry. And how and, can we yeah, support and, you? And why wouldn't we want to do that? Right. You know, I mean, why, mm-hmm. you know, and so I think that, again, though, we need to have kind of this shift in our thinking and our behavior to have flatter organizations to make sure that we are providing the training. And that's at every level. You, because we, ha- in order for this really to be successful, we have to have management and leaders who understand how to have safe and supportive environments at work. And I, I don't know that that is a common environment right now. No. I, I would say no. Yeah, no, so. I was just going to say <laughs> probably, probably not. Probably not. I, right. so the, that 
that makes me think of, I think the, the un, most unsafest thing, if that's even a word, is um, just the high burnout. It just people ha- know what they need to do. They're so consumed with producing results and just working a lot. What would you say, what would you say is going to happen if we don't essentially evolve our thinking around human capital? Well, you know, I think that there are a lot of countries that have gotten their arms around this idea of high burnout. And the the downside of kind of continuing what we have right now, kind of making people work 60, 70 hours a week, mm-hmm. having really stringent um, and unrealistic expectations on ourselves and on coworkers. Um that can really lead to what we're seeing is a highest, the highest suicide rate mm-hmm. ever for men in their 50s and 60s. And the, the studies have shown that that is a direct result of com- maybe coming out of a career or maybe being let go mm-hmm. from a career where they have absolutely rolled their entire identity with you know yeah. the work day. and. Absolutely. I mean, that's just horrible. Um, and so we need to do something about, we need to catch up, really. And so this is the good news, Clarice, is mm-hmm. that the United States doesn't have to design this from scratch. Mm-hmm. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. We can look to some European countries like Denmark, Norway, uh, Italy, France, and kind of say, okay, well, what did they have going for them that allows them a better work-life balance. And I, I kind of hate that phrase. Sorry. I even, <laughs> I, I even hate myself for just saying it because it's all life, you right? You did. It's out there. It's, it's not, even yeah, recorded. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's all life. It's it's work and home maybe is, is a better kind of phrase for that. But yeah, other European countries have come up with this idea of better programs to support workers. And uh, I think we can really learn from that. And and put some of those things in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, in all honesty, it's really, I know it's a hard phrase to say, but it, it's its in a lot of the coaching, coaching that I have and, and the individuals that I work with, it's really not having the balance. And they their work is what consumes the majority of their time. Mm-hmm. And so do you feel, in your opinion, like the work hours should be shifted? What do you think would be optimal to support that? Well, I think, you know, really for me, and now you've asked for it because I could really get on my soapbox and talk <laughs> about this for a long time. I, I, <laughs> I feel like we really need to support families much better than we're doing. And I, I think, and you've probably seen this in your coaching as well, Mm-hmm. That, you know, people really struggle to put food on the table and to pay for housing mm-hmm. um, and still have a family balance where they're spending time uh, with, you know, in particular young children. And uh, or maybe the sandwich generation is also taking care of uh, another older generation. Um, we need to do better with that. And we will go into that more after this break because I am so excited to hear your viewpoint. <laughs> I totally lost track of time. So tune in. We're going to dive into that more and hear more about workforce empowerment with Tiffany David. Hi. 
Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. On the internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. In the military, things can change in an instant. The Navy Mutual Aid Association, we understand because it's our life too. That's why our dedication to serving the life insurance needs of our military veterans and their families is unrivaled. Navy Mutual offers superior life insurance protection without military service restrictions and limitations. A single focus on providing the peace of mind military families are looking for. That's what we do. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. Call 800-628-6011 or go to NavyMutual.org. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Welcome back to another segment of Heart Empowered Women. I am Clarice Connolly, and you are listening to the voice of Tiffany David. Today we are talking about workforce empowerment. And, you know, I just want to just continue to dive in. Who do you think 
is driving these types of changes in organization. We were just talking about shifting from high burnout rates, learning about what workforce empowerment is. Like, how does the listener hear themselves in how they can drive these types of changes and who are they? You know, I think that, especially for your listeners, Clarice, you know, being heart empowered women, that this is why I really wanted to talk about, you know, how we can think about the family unit as being Mm -hmm. so important in the workforce. And when we talk about workforce empowerment, it's not just a matter of, you know, and this is kind of where we left off. It's not Mm -hmm. a matter of, you know, empowering our workers to continue to put in, you know, hours well into the night to work weekends and do things like that. That's not what empowerment means. It means shifting the, our expectations, right, to set people up for success. And so when we just went to commercial break, we were talking a little bit about, you know, kind of this family disintegration that mm-hmm. we have been experiencing, particularly in the U.S., and how some other countries, um, particularly European countries that I've seen model a, a better uh, work balance. Mm-hmm. And so I, I thought that maybe we could talk about that a little bit more. Yes. And, and, mm-hmm. and in terms of, yeah, drive who's driving the changes that those would be the um the workers uh, in particular millennials Mm -hmm. but also you know kind of the the women who for a long time you know we fought so hard to get into the workforce and we're still fighting for equal pay and things like that but i think what's really really important is that more and more women after they start families are deciding to stay home Mm -hmm. for the first time since the 70s Mm-hmm. And the reason is because we don't, they don't want to have this high burnout. They want to be able to, um, you know, all. support their families and their children and not feel like they're stressed out all the time or somebody else is raising mm-hmm. their children. Um, of course, it applies to fathers as well. But mm-hmm. I just thought we, we could talk about uh, fringe workers in terms of the women who start families and maybe don't come back to the workforce for just a minute. Um we need to, to kind of think about our, the way that we let workers engage with us in companies. Mm-hmm. And that means we can have more kind of remote work uh, assignments. We can have more part-time or shared roles. We can have better benefit programs for our workers who take a little bit more time off for family reasons. Um, you know, all of these things are so incredibly important to making sure that we don't toss aside this, uh, this workforce that's actually quite skilled mm-hmm. and has a terrific work ethic. We need to think bigger and, and be a little bit more creative about how we allow those workers to contribute. I love that. I love that. It, it, really, it really makes me think of like when a worker feels like they're allowed or they're permitted to engage in some of the decision-making processes that they're actually feeling more of like a contribution and less like an employee or just a number on a clock. Mm-hmm. Do you th- exactly. Yeah. Yes. And so I, I love that piece. Do you, and do you think that it, how does someone say like, Hey, can I have more <laughs> engagement mm-hmm. in decision-making or how do you start yeah. to be a voice instead of just a number? You know, I, I think that that's a frustration for a lot of people is that we try so hard to prove our worth. And there's a great um, 
phrase that one of my friends told me uh, to kind of think about the way that we work through our careers. And in the first third, we are proving that we have learned our skill, right, mm-hmm. our craft. The, the second third, we are um, exhibiting those behaviors. We're showing that this is the way we contribute. It's usually in that second third of our career when we really start pushing for a bit more responsibility, decision-making like you just referred to. Mm -hmm. And then the final third is when we get to show that we have mastered our craft and we get to choose who we contribute to. And that's usually where we have people who are starting to think about owning their own businesses Mm -hmm. because maybe they just haven't been given the opportunities to um, contribute to those decision-making in other companies or the, the path is too long. Uh, maybe it's not satisfying enough. So people are really thinking about going into consulting or mm-hmm. owning their own businesses. And, uh, and that is fine. I think that that's great. That's a lot of what I do in my business is I support entrepreneurs, but we don't have the structure um, legislatively to really support those workers who want to have their own businesses uh, in terms of our taxation rules, our benefits, things like that. So we could do better there. Um, But yeah, that's what we need to really uh, focus on a little bit more is how do we contribute and how do we benefit both the company and the employee? And it is a win-win situation. We can do it. I love that. (laughs) What do you, why do you think today's work environment, generally speaking, is not a sustainable model going forward? You know, I think that what we have are the health impacts that we just talked about, right? Mm -hmm. So the high burnout, the stress, um, which can really lead to a lot of the mental illness that we have today. Very, you know, kind of a a pill-driven, not organization, but a pill-driven society, Society. you know? Yeah, yeah, we're always looking for the fix because we are unhappy and and we have a lot of anxiety and things like that. so, and the pay gaps, of course, that's something that we need to address that has never really come up in the last 50 years and, you know, until just recently. Um, and, and we need to make sure that we are competing globally and we're accepted globally. I think that, you know, as we try to focus on the education of our workers and everybody's talking about ways that we can, uh, you know, maybe complement this uh, second machine age with artificial intelligence and automation and robots and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to understand that this is happening everywhere. It's not just in America. And so how do we gain or how do we maintain a competitive edge? Well, one of the things is we need to support our workforce better. We need to understand that the ways people need to contribute and want to contribute um, have shifted. And so we, we start th- thinking about, and I'm going to get practical here for just a moment, but when I, cause I've been talking kind of at a 10,000 feet level, but if I, I really want to get, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I really want to get down into the kind of the nuts and bolts of what this means for managers and for leaders and for women, uh, and specifically is we need to start talking about the tasks and not so much the roles. And so for instance, if you have, uh, let's just say a, a project manager role, Um, what they will be contributing for is, you know, maybe a six month project, maybe a six week project, and they are going to interact with this team 
And so the team will be the ones that kind of give them a performance review Mm -hmm. who talk about, okay, yes, they did contribute at this level. And that will help this person individually engage with other companies as a project manager. So the idea of loyalty really shifts. And you, you will start to see that people will engage with companies on sprints uh, to be, okay, I'm going to step in as a project manager role for the next six months. I'm going to you know, be compensated at this level because my track record shows that I play well with others. I'm valuable to teams. You know, th- these are my success records because I've done these tasks and that applies to this project. And so we have to get a little bit more granular and understand that, you know, workers kind of will come and go and shift and ebb and flow into corporations and not so much sit in the desk when they're not being used and, you know, sit there for 15 years and and not really uh, expand their skill sets, Mm -hmm. but just kind of sit there. So that's not good for anybody. Yeah, it's basically like checking your brain out at the door and just working subconsciously in an automated kind of way. Totally. Well, yeah. And I think that a lot of your listeners may have this experience Mm -hmm. of, you know, working your butt off for, you know, months at a time. And then all of a sudden something ends and maybe you have a day or two or maybe a week where you just don't have much to do, Mm -hmm. but yet you're required to to kind of show up. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, And you're sitting there thinking, gosh, I'd rather be with my spouse or taking my child to the park, you know, why do we require that of people? It Mm -hmm. just doesn't make sense. And so that's where we need to shift. Yeah, totally. And that, and that's something that what I hear in that is just the need for like the old structure is no longer working. Like how can we keep up with the times and start to, you know, be a demand or a stand for exactly what you're saying? Like, Hey, if we work our butt off for a three month, project and then we've got a lull for two weeks why are we coming in let's let's take them some time off and until the the projects start to ramp up exactly let's give us let's give us the break I think that's fantastic and that's such a good idea to kind of start muddling around and in the next segment I really kind of want to switch to if I am an employee if I am a millennial how do I know companies are doing these types of things and really just starting to switch from like the macro to kind of the micro and how do I know? How do I pick yeah. these up? So tune in for the next half of our show and we're going to dive into a little bit more of that with Tiffany David and yours truly. If you heard that sound, you probably are eligible for insurance from Navy Mutual, insuring the men and women of the Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard. Here's what one policyholder, retired Navy Commander Thomas Dade, had to say. Navy Mutual is the best insurance decision I ever made. I wish you had a savings plan available that earned the rates my Navy Mutual insurance has been earning. Navy Mutual Aid Association, started by military members in 1879, serves active, reserve, and retired military today. Navy Mutual honors our military by providing them affordable life insurance with the features they need without fine print, sales fees, or military service restrictions. Value, integrity, trust, and stability are the cornerstones in which our commitment to you and your loved ones are built. Call Navy Mutual at 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org for your personal life insurance plan consultation. 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org. 
Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Welcome back to Heart Empowered Women Radio. We are talking with, talking with Tiffany David around workforce empowerment and essentially it feels like modernizing human resources if you were to break it down into a layman's terms right exactly and and even beyond that i mean what what is human resources if not you know kind of designing how we interact and how we work on a daily basis. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. we're no longer, and this is maybe for another show, Clarice, but you know, (laughs) we're, we're no longer the, the administrative kind of uh, paper pushers uh, Mm -hmm. that of days gone by, you know, human resources or workforce empowerment really should be about creating win-wins for both the employer and the employee and making sure that that relationship benefits both. And so, yeah, maybe, yeah, it's got it's got my wheels turning and there's so many directions that I want to want to head in. And the one mm-hmm. one thing that I want to share that really you've kind of given me access to is 
is this thought we were talking about women and we were talking about how millennials and fringe workers are essentially the driving force of creating these change in organizations. And it really, it really tapped into this piece of me where I literally for the last, I don't, I assume 10 years was very clear that I wasn't going to have children because it was like, oh, the corporate world doesn't make time for that 70 hours a week and someone else raising my child. And, and you touched on this piece that was kind of opening to me that really made me realize, oh my gosh, I decided based on how organizations run. And wow. yeah. I was so convinced there was never an appropriate time to have children. So we touched on this piece of offering organizations shifting to, you know, four hour or four days a week or something along the European styles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that's a really powerful statement, Clarice. Thank you for sharing that. I think that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. I know that you're not alone. Um, and that is quite a statement when we think about how we design our lives around um, a workforce design that doesn't support us having families. Wow. You know, I, I think that that's, um, yeah, enlightening to even kind of think about that. But it doesn't have to be that way. And it's not that way in, in some other countries. And, you know, you look at uh, Russia. I believe Russia would... Um, I think it's five years they give you, and I could be wrong. So if you're listening, we'll make it up something now. It's else. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's Russia but, five years, just for 10 right, minutes. Right, right. <laughs> but I do know that in, in other, you know, like Germany, uh, it gives you 18 months off uh, mm. after the birth of your child and is paying at least a, a healthy portion of your salary during that time as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's just unheard of in, in America. Um, other countries will, it's not unusual to give you six months off, uh, paid and that's in England, I know. And so, you know, those types of things, uh, those types of models are, are, um, what we need to really adopt better in America. And it, and it's not just for women. I should point that out. There's paternal leave, right? Yes, absolutely. Which is equally as important. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and also, you know, sometimes we, we, forget that we have an aging generation of uh, parents and grandparents out there and we need to be able to kind of take time and care for them as well. And so I think when we left for the break, you were saying, how will a millennial? Yeah, that's exactly where I was going into too. I appreciate that. It's the same. It's that's the same thing. It's like, how is someone who's a millennial, someone who's a, who's a woman who wants to become a mother? How do they know that, companies are modernizing their structures and they're really organizing it a bit different from the outside when they're applying for these places. Yeah. I mean, I think that one of the the big things that you can look for is just to see if they have good policies that support time for families. And that might look like, uh, again, kind of this idea of shared roles or expanded leave. Um, And these don't have to be large companies. You can have smaller organizations and, you know, small in San Diego can be anywhere from 50 to 200 employees. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you can still have a structure that supports time off to care for family. Um, and so I think that's one of the big things is that you can look at that. And, it, and again, it wouldn't just be um, kind of child or new baby. It would also be aging generations, anything around kind of this FMLA um, to take that 
to the next level. Right now we have, you know, 12 weeks in a 12-month period. Um, I see a lot of companies that are um, going much, much more than that and saying, right, you know, we will work with you up to six months mm-hmm. um, to figure out what that looks like. So that's something I think that maybe millennials or anybody can kind of look for to see that things are changing, uh, shifting in a company. But also, you know, they should be looking for a lot of cross-training happening in the workforce mm-hmm. because cross-training indicates that the employer is understanding this need for too deep for mm-hmm. a lot of roles. Because mm-hmm. if you only have one single point of failure, uh, it's going to be very difficult to take time off, right? Even yes, a day. And absolutely. A, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, so when you have a company that really promotes this idea of cross-training and oftentimes that will look like employees training other employees. It doesn't necessarily have to be coming from management, but they allow them to kind of show what they know so they can expand their own career growth maybe and, you know, start working in a different role, you know, after they've mastered one thing. And that's good for everybody because, again, we are looking at ways to grow out. And I'm I'm making this horizontal movement with my hand. <laughs> I see it. I see it. <laughs> versus growing up and being in a specialized role. Because when we expand ourselves and we, what I mean by that is, um, let's say for an HR executive, I've been in my field for 20 years. Well, that's great, but it's not as useful if I've also spent time in marketing. If I understand operations, if I do things like that, that's the model for the new worker because it will allow us to have more time away from work and more project contributions. So those are kind of some of the things that you can look for in an employer to see it that they're starting to shift. I love that. That's that's awesome. And that's something that you can see from the outside before you get involved. Because I, as you were saying, it, it just kind of, again, gave me this awakening or realization that I meet a lot of entrepreneurs as an entrepreneur. I'm out in co-working spaces. I'm having conversations with a lot of people. And there's this piece of some people are just becoming entrepreneurs because the structures and the way that companies are running themselves doesn't fit with each individual. And and maybe they're not supposed to be an entrepreneur, but there's no other choice. So how, how do you feel that this supports them in maybe not having to choose entrepreneurship, but to reconsider the organizations. I love to support entrepreneurs. I mean, I I would never, I would never want to discourage somebody Mm -hmm. from, you know, putting that hat on and trying Mm -hmm. that. Um, Because again, if they are an entrepreneur, they're learning things about the marketing, the operations, you know, all of those things that they were just, that we were just talking about. Maybe they're not going to find that in an employer. So they're saying, okay, right, I want to go off on my own um, and and start my business. And you have to be aware of marketing and operations yep, and everything else. Yep, you start. learn the hard way. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, so I don't know that I would want to kind of discourage somebody from, from doing that. I would want them to surround themselves with good people. And what, I, what I'd like to see it happening, and it is happening, is that people who are starting their businesses are committing to creating something different from what they've come from. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so this idea of allowing for sabbaticals, you know, and and much more of a 
community outreach, business for good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that in a lot of entrepreneurs. I don't know if, if you've also yes. experienced yes. that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so, you know, maybe in addition to kind of the millennial workforce and the fringe workers that we we're talking about, maybe the other driving force is also this entrepreneurial group who's mm-hmm. just been fed up with mm-hmm. business as usual. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I I love that. It's really, you know, I feel like the entrepreneurs are the change leaders that are just Mm. standing for something different. And it really is inspirational when a lot of them do big and kind of rival the companies that they came from. It really, I feel like, creates this demand and creates this like, hi, wake up. That's not working. Like, how do we, you know? Yes, exactly. And, you know, I think that is particularly for your listeners, what I'm also seeing is um, the co-working spaces that you were talking about, but also entrepreneurs that do have maybe a bit of um, leadership and and operations under their belt. Mm -hmm. They're starting to form coalitions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've just learned of several organizations out there that are putting those fringe workers back in the workforce by allowing them to have the flexibility of the roles, to have reduced hours, and it's it's really working for them. Yeah, I love that so much. I've seen it too, and it's so good. It just yeah. models the changing times, and it really, yeah. really gives you hope that things are on the up and shift is happening and change is good, and it's mm-hmm. not always bad. So that is... I love that you bring that out and highlighted it because it's it's just like a reminder. Like this stuff could sound so heavy, but yep. there is movement and there yep. is change and it is good. Thank you so much. We're going to have our final and last segment, wrap it all up with a beautiful little bow and leave you truly empowered to make a difference in your workforce starting with you. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. Looking to be a successful entrepreneur? The virtual assistant industry continues to be a top choice for those looking to start their own business. The problem can be how to become a virtual assistant. Many turn to the Bible of the VA industry, the book, Virtual Assistant, the series. And it's the perfect guide for office managers, executive assistants, and other administrative professionals looking to make the transition from employee to successful business owner. Go to vatheseries.com to get your copy today. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. 
If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's thereinventionworkshop.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. All right, welcome back to another episode of Heart Empowered Women Radio. This is Clarice, and I am with Tiffany David, who is such a heart empowered woman, making an enormous impact in the city of San Diego and globally. And we've just been talking about, for me, life altering, mind changing explosive thought provoking (laughs) material. Uh, So I'm over here with my world just shattered. Um, I don't know what you listener, but I'm rocked. I'm totally rocked. And this thought that has me so stumbled, I don't even know where to go with it, is that times are changing. And, you know, I feel like 10 years ago, I chose to not have children because the corporate climb wouldn't allow it. And I'm still sitting in, am I, is that ever going to change for me as an entrepreneur? I'm still pretty hard, hard wired for no, but times are changing. So how do workers prepare for that change to take place? Yeah, I think, um, I want to make one thing clear because I love what you've shared. I think it's so very personal that you're talking about your decision to have children or not have children. And, you know, I think that it's a wonderful world that we live in, that we can make those choices. But the whole point of, you know, what we've been talking about today is that we live with assumptions that the world is a certain way. And I think that, you know, when you're talking about kind of being rocked by this conversation, it's that it doesn't have to be that way. And and that maybe we can you know, kind of look Both outside, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. win-win, mm-hmm. and and look outside the way things have been, um, 
business as usual is changing. And I guess that's where we're going with this. It absolutely is no longer working for today, nor will it be working for the future. Um, and, and companies that are really starting to, um, recognize that are, uh, being creative and, and quite honestly, not everything works the first time. Uh, you know, there was a big buzz around the open work space for a while, and that mm-hmm. was said to give people more satisfaction and, uh, and more kind of uh, playfulness and, and abilities to contribute. And in some cases, that's really the case. It did work. In mm-hmm. other cases, you know, it, it led the, the introverts and the people who need more quiet to kind of pull their hair out and say, this is crazy. So, you know, now we've come up with kind of a hybrid design for open uh, floor plans. And the same thing with unlimited time off. You know, that was a big thing. And Mm -hmm. everybody said, well, that's just a great idea. We're finally being treated like adults Mm -hmm. and no longer have to get kind of the hall pass to take a vacation (laughs) or to take time off. Um, And so so that seemed like a good idea. And in some cases, again, it's still it is a good idea. But in other cases, it's just caused a lot of confusion for uh, managers who don't really know how to effectively implement that system. So there's a lot of changing. A lot of things are kind of being thrown at the wall to see what sticks. Mm -hmm. And I think that's good. Um, I think it's really good. But as long as we're sharing information and and we're, uh, you know, the examples I just gave are typically coming from the Googles and the LinkedIn's and the Mm -hmm. Facebooks. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we need to have smaller companies realize that they have tools in their toolbox as well. Absolutely. And, and share what works. Yeah. I love that. I mean, it really puts the power back into the employee's hand is kind of, you know, dare to speak up, dare to suggest this is what would work for me. Dare to collaborate with your coworkers and have this, hey, what would be more empowering for you? Taking more time off, having extended leave, having unlimited amount of days that you can take off and speaking for that and standing for being the shift leader in your in your work environment to create something right. different and to provoke change because it's inevitable and it's empowering to update basically it is no and and that's a great point because you know when we understand a little bit more about the business and I guess that's something that I've always told everybody that I've coached and and talked with through their career development is you know try no matter what company that you're working for or we would would like to work for try to understand what drives the bottom line Mm -hmm. but also drives their market penetration I mean really understand the business um, as best as possible, because then when you are able to understand, okay, you know, my sales team, for instance, let's just put this out there as an example. My sales team has done the best over the last five months than they've done in the past five years. Oh, and awesome. because of that, I'm going to have some muscle and I'm going to go and talk with the C-suite or whoever, the VP of sales. And I'm going to say, you know what? We are doing this really, really well. I know that we have a great value to the company. So we would like a four-day work week. Mm-hmm. Would that be okay with you if, if, if our numbers stay the same, right? So you really have the, the business case to ask for something different. And I, I think that that's very, very important. Yeah, I was just going to say, and that's really, that's really the emphasis of, emphasis of empowerment is that it's really easy to be the victim. It's very habitual and subconscious and automatic to 
oh, work sucks. They don't do this. They don't give me that. They don't. But be responsible. Like, how do you stick it, stand in the creator seat and create exactly. something different for yourself and speak to what it is that you desire, that you're lacking, that's, that's absent in creating your happiness within your role? I love that piece. And yes. I am to you, listener, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Like get out mm-hmm. there, ask for what it is that's missing. And if you need to collaborate with your teammates, your coworkers, and just create a movement. And mm-hmm. that is as easy as it gets. So we have about two and a half minutes left. And I just want to share you with the world, share more about you, share more about your company. I mean, we can find you on Twitter. You're R. Tiffany David. You have a Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash total people management. You're on mm-hmm. LinkedIn, Tiffany David HR. Where else? What else? How do we share more of you <laughs> and get all of this out there? Yeah, great. Well, thank you. I have been contributing to a HuffPost series called Great Work Cultures. Uh, I think it's hashtag uh, GWC. Uh, and I've been having a lot of fun with that. That really gives me a voice. And uh, they have other contributors there that I, I highly respect as well. Nice. So. If your listeners want to check out the Great Work Culture series under HuffPost, that would be lots of fun. And um, I do some speaking engagements, so I'll be uh, supporting San Diego Unite here uh, later on this month on the 21st. Uh, So if you're in San Diego, please come check it out. Uh, It's a great support network for um, back office support. And uh, yeah, just Disrupt HR. We're taking that to the next level. So uh, we will be... Which let's what is what is disrupt HR? We got like a minute. Let's let's dive in. What is what's happening there? What is that about? Well, disrupt HR is a speaking platform to where uh, that brings together about ten um, leaders, thought leaders, to share their ideas in a five minute speaking platform. Nice. The idea is to motivate and inspire the participants to change the world of work. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It is global. We have about seven or 800 talks now, I think on the website. So if people, your listeners want to learn more about that, check out disrupthr.co. That's so great. So yeah, Mm -hmm. please. Um, I'm, my passion is just to create movement and to create awareness and have people take action towards the things and the lives that they desire. And that is exactly it. So whether it's being inspired by going to disrupt HR and and looking at some videos and how you can get motivation to speak to what it is and how you can actually, you know, get out of the role of the victim and start to be the creator, start to create your dreams and your vision as your reality by just taking the first step. So I hope that today you gained so much knowledge, so much wisdom about HR and how it's really just workforce empowerment. And I've really felt moved enough to really take the initiative for yourself and create change now. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, 
Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 